In the wise words of a wise man, in heaven there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. And on that note, welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Uh, it's been a long day, so Mike and I are going to enjoy a brew on this a lovely episode. Yes, sir. Um, I think we're both in a good mood. Love is in the air. It, the love is certainly in the air, Matt. I believe here. this deserves a shout out real quick. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he listens to this. Probably doesn't, but it does matter. Uh, congratulations to one of our best friends, Tyler, for getting engaged to his girlfriend, Kayla. Uh, very happy for both of them. Um, and in no way did it put any pressure on Mike. No way. It did not. There's no pressure on Mike. Mike, you're not feeling any pressure, right? Because why uh, would you? Yeah, I mean, there was about 20 engagements that happened this past weekend already. But uh, yeah, hey, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But uh, yeah, I, you know what? It's good that the family's finally coming back together forever. Uh, I'm sure Carson is super happy that mom and dad are finally official. Um, but, but yeah, I think congratulations to those two. It's a uh, long time coming. That's uh, you know, we've seen, we've seen it all. We have seen it all. Uh, but yeah, that's what friends are for. So <laughs> absolutely. It was, it was something I think it was just nice to see, like coming home from work, open Facebook, saw it made my day. Yeah. So, uh, if you need somebody to run a podcast during your wedding, you know who to find, but Matt, I do want to mention before we get started in today's podcast, um, I was uh, doing some research, trying to find some topics for, for this week. Uh, pretty uh, obvious what we were going to cover. Uh, but, you know, I brought a new laptop to Jenna's apartment and uh, was trying to connect to her Wi-Fi. And I saw, uh, let's see here, one, two, three, four. I saw five different Wi-Fis that I'd like to just shout out during the podcast. Absolutely. Um, creativity at its finest. Um, the first one that I saw was big booty hose. So mm. self-explanatory. Uh, but then next to it, immediately under it was boys in the hood. So I wonder if they cross paths at all, uh, not on the Wi-Fi space, but just, just as friends, you know, seems like know. too big of a coincidence to not. Yeah. Uh, the third one, which interpreted as you may no free ride, uh, the password, it was a locked Wi-Fi, uh, Okay. Thing, so makes sense. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, and then uh, another one, which was my favorite, was I believe why can fly. Oh, I like that yeah. one. Yeah. That's pretty clever. That's like one of those fantasy football names that people always come up with. <laughs> and then the last, but certainly not least, was Yu Gi Oh cards rule. And I'm like, yes, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I think we said this on the podcast. We should do like a YouTube video of us playing Yu Gi Oh. Or a duel? Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to see if my parents still have my Yu-Gi-Oh cards if they threw them out. <laughs> oh, those I, I that TV show was awesome. The game was awesome. We actually had one of the arm things they used to wear. Yeah, the dual disc. Yeah, those I yeah, think we're talking about were, that. Those things were awesome. <laughs> uh Matt, additionally, talk speaking of the podcast, uh, which we will get into a topic uh for us to cover. Uh, Matt, today was the first day of classes at the institution that I work at. Mm. Um, I hosted a, I'm actually teaching class uh, this fall semester. Uh, I'm teaching a first year experience course, which is first years coming together, learning about campus and and being, I guess, 
welcomed into the campus community. Uh, so we did an icebreaker and it was called Hot Seat. And what each student did was they went up, they sat down, they said their name and their major, and then they were just fired at with questions as a typical hot seat. So of course, me being me, wanted to spice it in, throw it a couple times. I said, uh, who would win in a fight? 50 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? And then the, the hot seat responded and the whole class went, no way. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, all right. I was like, Save it for later. We'll talk about it again next week. <laughs> Listen, it gets the people going. It does. It's one of the weirdest questions you'll ever be asked, but it, it's, it, you know, it really, it stimulates the mind. It does. It really makes you think. It's really good for your brain, actually, to have conversations like that. Very unique conversations. But Matt, we are going to hop. We're going to go back to school, man. And, you know, for us, we picked career paths that, that we, I think we confidently knew what we wanted to do, you and I. Um, but Matt, let's see if BuzzFeed can guess your college major, college major with random questions. Uh, so I will be asking Matt a series of questions. Uh, and let's see if BuzzFeed can uh, guess what his college major was. Um, so for the folks at home, just wanting to keep in tabs here. Matt, what was your college major in undergrad? Uh, sport management. Okay, cool. So let's see if not, BuzzFeed... And it's not sports management. It's sport management. Sport. Sport. Yeah. Emphasis on the t. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, first question. When were you born? I think this is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, actually, no. It says 1991 through 2000 or 2000 from the present. Right. I was born in 1996. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, where do you fall in your family's birth order? Or order? The youngest, the middle child, the oldest, or the only child? Uh, youngest. All right. What is your zodiac sign? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Here. April 5th. April 5th. I, it's either Pisces or Aries. I just don't remember which one's which. Uh, zodiac. Oh, nope. I think it's <laughs> yeah, Pisces. That's, that's the, that's the uh, April 5th. Uh, no, your sun sign personality compatibility. What the frick? This, dude, this is uh, April 5th zodiac sign, Aries. Okay, that's a total Aries move to not know your zodiac <laughs> sign. Am I right? Did I do that right? I don't I know think. how that works. Okay, sure. Matt, did you watch Transformers? I love Transformers. All right. If you had to name your child after one of these Transformers, which would you choose? Mm. Starscream, Grimlock, Megatron, Ultra Magnus, Optimus Prime, Skywarp, Wreckgar, Nose cone or Rotomus Prime? I think this is a super easy one. It's Megatron. Yeah, Megatron. Super easy. I mean, one, you get the nickname that Calvin Johnson, the Lions wide receiver, Megatron. He was just yeah. an awesome athlete. Like, if he becomes an athlete, his nickname is Megatron. Like, that's just <laughs> freaking badass. Matt, how often do you swear? Pretty much never. Very rare, rarely. Only when I'm furious. Only when I'm horny. Depends on who I'm with. I, I am not actually sure. I don't swear around kids a lot, but I can control myself or I swear all the f-ing time. Did, did you, was horny one of the horny. answers? Okay. Yep, only when I'm horny. Uh, Matt, is that what you're going no, with? No, fine. It's not what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, in the wise words of Stephen A. Smith, not horny all hours of the day, a few hours of the day. <laughs> uh, that was a lyric quote that Stephen A. Smith said. Um, I am going to say that's tough because. Today was an interesting day. Um, <laughs> I am going to say, not that I was horny, 
I'm going to say depends who I'm with or whatever that answer was. Okay. Depends on who I'm with. Okay. Yes. Fair one. If you could magically instantaneously master one of these instruments, which would it be a guitar, a bass guitar, a violin, a saxophone, mm-hmm. piano, drums, trumpet, marimba, or whatever it, it is Skrillex does. Man, that's tough. <laughs> because my instinct was to say guitar. I saw you, I saw you nod, and I'm like, oh, I haven't yeah. read the rest of them yet. <laughs> but drums would also be cool. Saxophone would be badass. Uh, but I think I'm going to stick with guitar because that was my good instinct. Okay. Fun fact, I actually tried to learn how to play guitar in, like, third grade. Don't we all, at some point, try to learn how to play guitar? But, like, I actually, my parents got me a guitar. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the only thing I learned how to play was Smoke on the Water. That's probably, <laughs> I knew that was so, coming. <laughs> which I think 95% of the people who have guitar can play Smoke on the Water. Yeah. <laughs> I was good at it, though. Did you have that power tour electric guitar? It was black. It actually had a white, like, kind of, like, bass, but it had, like, each it looked like a xylophone but like it was like digital touch no mine was uh, like an acoustic guitar well okay well i know i knew yours was like legit oh, but like i yeah. i ended up yeah having that so here's a fun question matt do you make as much money as you need i don't care about money i'm getting by i guess ha 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 no i'm okay but could really use a raise i make good money i have money but really need a lot more I'm happy with my money situation or I want all the money. Give it to me. So many choices. (laughs) Um, So this is an interesting question because reasons. Yes. Careful. Um, Careful what you say here. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, it's uh, whatever. Um, I am going to say, wow. I don't remember the choices. Um, I have money, but I could use more. That's my like, answer. Where is it? <laughs> I don't know, there was like nine answers to these questions. Uh, I could really use a raise. Nope. It was I'm, one of the later ones. I, I have, have money, money, but really need a lot more. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Just All because right, student loans. It is time to reveal. Oh, that was quick. degree. Oh, yeah, I picked a short one. Matt, did BuzzFeed guess your college major with the random questions? Can I guess what major they guessed? Go ahead. I am going to say education. Uh, you're incorrect. Oh, no. Matt, the major they picked for you was law. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's a law degree. the problem, Ossifer? <laughs> Ossifer. <laughs> guess what I got, because I took this quiz. Um, accounting. No. What? An engineer. Oh, damn. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe I did this all wrong my life and should have been an engineer. <laughs> I can't fathom being an engineer. Oh my gosh. I can't even either. That's it's nuts. It's yeah. A lot of years of school. Well, actually not a lot of years. Just, just a lot of work. That's a, that is a lot and, of work. You gotta be really smart and you gotta be like good at what you do. I mean, and, everyone does, but. And calculus. Like. Yeah. What, what even? The only people in the world that probably use calculus. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Matt, good luck to everybody this semester or high school, wherever you are, no matter how many years or months or days that you're taking class. Good luck. Make the best of it. And speaking of making the best of it, 
it's finally time for another movie slash series slash Netflix slash rom-com slash everything. It's another review, everybody. Matt, we, I think this is a long time coming. And I say that for every movie review, but this one for sure is a long time coming. Did we even review the first season on this podcast? We did not. I didn't think we did. We did it. Um, so if none of you know what we're talking about yet, which I'm sure you don't because we've been very cryptic about it, uh, we are going to review um, and talk about Outer Banks. Uh, Outer Banks is a Netflix show. Um, they just released recently, and then what, oh, excuse me, what I mean by recently um, was maybe like a month ago. It was a month tops, ago. A month Actually, ago. It's legit a month ago from today's recording date. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. 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 Um, yes, they just released season two. They did have season one, which was during the pandemic, uh, which became a huge hit on uh, during COVID-19 when everybody was staying home. Was uh, Next to Tiger King was probably the biggest Netflix show for a long time. So, Matt, I think today we are going to talk about season two specifically, but there may be times when we kind of move into season one and season two. Um, as always, as a disclaimer, this we will be releasing some spoilers during this time, possibly. Um, so uh, this is your spoiler warning. Um, if you'd like to skip through halfway through the show, maybe at like 35 or 40 minutes, feel free to do so. Um, but if not, uh, let's just jump right into it. Um, Matt, would you like me to kind of give a little bit of backstory of the whole entire, let's just say, plot, or would you like to? Um, I'm going to be honest. I binged watched this like the first weekend it came out, so I might not know all the details because okay. you re- finished it recently, so I'll hand it off to you. Cool. Yeah, so let's, let's do another little disclaimer here. Matt wanted to review Outer Banks Season 2 very early on. Yeah. Um, like, what was it? Like that two, week after. Like that week after. Um, the reason why I got involved was because Jen and I were just scrolling through Netflix and she actually was invested in the episodes. Uh, Matt goes, why don't you just watch it without her? No, so she's going to know. Listen, I've, I've been single for a long time. I forget sometimes (laughs) couples like to do things together. And I, I didn't say, I, I think my exact words were, we'll just watch it. I forgot that you were watching it with Jenna. So I forgot that part. Yeah. Don't twist anyway. my words. <laughs> bitch. Anyway, so plot of the story, a bunch of high school kids on summer break, per se, just about, just about to get to the school year. Um, and Mr. John B., uh, who is friends with JJ, Kiara, Hope, um, and I think that's, that's it as of right now. So uh, it's usually divided by the Pogues. Oh gosh, I forgot the name. Pogues and the Cougs. Cooks. 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 I'll figure so. that out. Yep. Anyway, um, John B.'s father uh, has been missing uh, for quite some time, uh, and John B. decides to start rummaging through his father's stuff. Uh, come to find out that he left a breadcrumb trail. Uh, to find the Royal Merchant, which was a ship that wrecked um, that had tons and tons, billions and billions of dollars of worth of gold uh, bars. So crew goes on for a search, uh, comes to find out that the kooks, um, also known as Madeline Klein or Sarah Cameron, comes along. 
uh, Sarah Cameron, uh, which also is the has a brother called Rafe and uh, has a boyfriend at the time of Topper. Uh, now, again, I'm going to keep it short here, but we'll, we'll probably get into like the character developments and all that. Um, Charles Eston plays Ward Cameron, who's the father of Sarah Cameron, which is very difficult for me to try to uh, admit his character because all yeah. I've seen him on is whose line is it anyway. And I just can't get over his character development in this show. Yes, it is very <laughs> weird because I like him as a person. The show, maybe he not played, so much. He played a good, a good bad guy per se. He um, actually does. Yes, he did. He did. So they get into basically a confrontation between Ward or Charles Eston or Ward um, Ward and John B. It's this big battle between Ward and John B. Rafe, who is Ward Cameron's son, pops into the battle. Um, Ward actually takes, they find the gold. Ward takes the gold because he was on the same track because it found out that John B.'s dad was finding the gold with Ward Cameron on the same boat. Um, it can't, comes to find out later that uh, Ward actually killed John B.'s dad. Uh, in season one, pushed him off the ocean uh, and then is basically a murderer and John B. cannot get over the fact that he's a murderer. Um, so, you know, this big fight happens. Season one, Madeline, I keep saying Madeline, Sarah Cameron. Uh, Sarah, My future wife. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, Sarah and John B. do fall in love with each other and it's very unknown that these two paths cross of kooks and, and pogues. Um, so it's very unique in the scenario. Uh, Ward absolutely doesn't like it. Uh, Topper doesn't like it because now Topper is basically, you know, being pushed aside of everything. Topper is a kook as well as Rafe. Um, but then they go, they're trying to escape. Uh, John B and Sarah get lost at sea. They actually get shipwrecked, but then there's a boat that finds them and that leads into season two. Um, so Matt, season two, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going on a little pedestal and we'll, we'll talk about it, but season two is basically trying to find the gold and then they get redirected to finding this cross, this golden cross that also is worth millions and billions of dollars. Um, but then there's more people involved at play of trying to find the cross. Uh, I, I wish there was more to talk about and there was more to explain, um, but basically it is Ward, Rafe, uh, versus john b and the popes john b and popes uh you know everybody's out for john b because apparently he's a murderer and this and that and they frame it in a weird way um but matt let's 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 start off with your side because i feel like i explained it enough uh and i actually didn't spoil it i don't think enough to to actually like give a decent amount of a spoiler to anybody but matt let me hear your thoughts what do you think about outer banks some feedback I love season two. I thought it was really good. Um, I liked how they, I, I didn't think they that the group was going to get back together as quick as they did. I don't know why, um, but it made the, like the more the season went on, the more it made sense. Um, I thought Ward came off as an even worse person than he was in season one. Uh, Rafe is the worst character on the show. He played a good psychopath. Let me. He does play a great psychopath. Have you seen that guy on TikTok that like 
re, uh, tries to like be Rafe for like the, his mannerisms. This guy has it down to a T. Maybe it's I hysterical. Think. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rafe is definitely messed up. He's messed up, uh, but he also has tried to kill his sister, and basically he's tried to kill everybody on the show. And his solution to anything is, "Well, I have a gun," and that's yeah. really not a great solution to have. Um, on the flip side, I was not a big fan of JJ in season one. Um, I know he's a troubled kid and everything. I thought JJ was a lot funnier in this season. He also seemed very Sherlock Holmes-esque. Like, it seemed like JJ was always the one to find the next clue. And I'm like, okay, are we going to make JJ now the genius here of like trying to find the treasure? Where like on top of John B was literally the lead man and trying to find the original treasure. (laughs) Yes. But JJ in season one just went over the top and everything. Now he did go over the top a little bit in season two, but I felt like he was more controlled. Like they, they reeled in JJ a little bit where he was still JJ, but not as much. And he yeah. didn't, he didn't do too many stupid things. I mean, he did steal an ambulance from his cousin, cousin, which was weird. And he almost got into like a, a gunfight with the people at the end. Uh, but he was, he was controlled. I liked that. Um, uh, I think that's enough. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm going to share a few things that I didn't like about Outer Banks season two, because you shared a lot. I, I honestly, overall, I, I love the show. I'm looking forward to the more seasons to come. No, Dad, let's, let's talk about this. How many seasons do you think they'll do? I think they said there's four, three or oh, four. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't, I didn't I know, know they're doing season mentioned. three. Okay. I think they said four, but I might be thinking of stranger things. So I don't know. Uh, doesn't doesn't Kiara in in that play Stranger Things? Madison Bailey doesn't she play Stranger Things in that? No, no. Okay, one no. of them. Uh, one one cast member from Outer Banks does. So, Matt, here's a few things I didn't like. Uh, acting. Some people really didn't have oh. some good acting. <laughs> Listen, from season one to season two, the acting's not great, but it's 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 a good show. Like, yeah, there's there's shows that do have bad actings, but the storylines and the people make up for it. This is one of those shows. Another thing I didn't like is the well, I'm sure for as much as the budget that there was. The CGI was horrible. The computer generated imagery. Uh, I'll do a couple of, I'll do two examples. The first example was when Ward blew up his own boat. Um, that explosion literally looked like I could have done it. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but uh, for any, if anyone actually thought he was dead, you're an idiot. Like yeah, we all knew he was alive. Which goes to my second point, how predictable the story was. Um, you know, the fact that they left a few breadcrumbs along the way, like when Ward went in the boat, it blew up, they were presumed him dead, but then there was an Amazon package, a letter that came to his girlfriend, wife, um, wife, it was wife, second wife, I believe second wife, which Jenna and I are curious to know what happened with the first wife. No, I never thought of that. That's a great point. That is a great (laughs) point. And also the predictability of. Uh, when Sarah Cameron goes to John B is like, you're happy my dad's dead. John B is like, well, yeah. And then they break <laughs> up for an episode. Like we knew they were getting back together. Yeah, We knew they were getting back together. Uh, I also didn't appreciate how quickly the character development was. Um, so if you recall season one, Pope always got, Pope was one of the Pope's Pope always got into fights. And he always lost. How come in, for some reason, the last episode, the boat episode, he knew how to fight. 
He's punching people left and right, and he was doing some coordinated stunt. Like, well, how? How am, did that happen? I'm going to hard disagree on that. I love okay. Pope's character development in this season because he was very passive in season one, didn't do anything bad. And this season, he got more involved, found out that his family was part of the people that had the cross and everything like that. Measure. And yep. I think as the season went on, we saw him be more and more um, ambitious, more and more... Um, daring and i think he did grow into that character that hey i can actually do this i think in season one he was scared very scared i think season two other than the second half when he was just trying to bone kiara the whole time his character development was very good i i loved pope in the season because he was one of my favorites from season one and i i'm gonna say well sarah cameron madeline klein is my favorite from this show oh really as that a, as a character <laughs> well up. Can, can um, we also can we just talk about how old these actors actually are and how they portrayed in Outer Banks? Yeah. Um, so if you remember in the last episode, Sarah Cameron yelled out, I'm six, I'm a 16-year-old high school, high schooler. Yeah. Uh, Madeline Klein is 23 years old. Yep. And she was Sup. playing a 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Must be Trent, nice. Trent, your expectations need to lessen a little bit there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yes um but yeah i love pope in a season love them love them. I, I can't i can't disagree in saying i didn't like any character in this season i do have to say you hold on you like rafe i loved his acting like that's like dude you know he plays a good psychopath but some it, of his lines are really bad yeah i mean I, <laughs> I mean, you saw, like, he got, I don't know if it was makeup or anything, like, you you didn't hear that he was a psychopath. You saw his hair, how pale he was, like, it, it, and, and for as old as he is, what is he, Drew Starkey? Let me see here, Drew Starkey age. He's 27 years old. Wait, what? Yeah, he's 27 years old. The hell? Uh, <laughs> he's 27 years old. Um, Chase Strokes, by the way, is 28 years old. What? Um, yeah, yeah. And then Julia Weezy, Julia Antonelli, um, is 18 years old. Who's she? She is uh, Weezy, Sarah's oh. sister. Jesus. <laughs> um, one character I thought was stupid um, that I think really he played a role, but I think his role was kind of stupid and pointless. Uh, also has to, happens to have the worst name of all time is Topper. Topper. I thought Topper was dumb. Uh, he comes in, tries to smooth over Sarah Cameron. Then for like a half episode, looks like they're getting back together. And that was it. Like he saved her again. But like, I, I just think it's a stupid role. Like at, at this point, season one, he played a good role. Ex-boyfriend trying to get back at John B. This, this season, it was pointless. It was pointless. There was no need for him in this season. Like we all knew Sarah wasn't going to go back to him. It was just dumb. I felt awful because at one point I thought Topper was actually going to change um, face. So like he I was going to turn positive. And then Jenna's like, no, he's not. <laughs> like, I, I don't too. know. Like, <laughs> I know. Save, save Sarah Cameron at one point. And, uh, you know, but we, we all know, we all know what, what you need to do in order what you need to do. Um, so Matt, we, I hear, here's another thing that I actually didn't like too. I mean, I get it's for, for story development. I really didn't like the whole Carla situation. Carla was the blonde in the two crutches that was trying to yeah. find. I, it was very 
out of the way. I agree. Um, how all of a sudden it came about that she was now looking for this cross and now looking for this gold. And then they became part of this like threesome that was like trying to get John B, but also trying to get Pope and, and all these things. It was, it was very, very weird. Um, yeah, I, I also didn't like that. But to talk about why it was so left field, um, Matt, I, this was probably, I, actually, I, I was half and half. At one point, I thought it wasn't going to happen, but obviously it did. Uh, we saw in the last episode um, that Carla was visiting somebody. Uh, it turned out to be John B's dad, who was alive. That is a big spoiler. <laughs> um, I also, was, I thought he was alive the whole time. I thought he was too, just yeah. based on like some of the scenes that they cut. But the thing that I, I was very thrown off with the continuity is that if you were dead... Like the way that it happened was he hit his head off the boat, hit like a, a line. What did he call those? Like a rope line, something like True. that. It's like a really pointed thing on the boat that like ropes the line. Um, his head hit it. Uh, I thought it went through his head, um, but apparently just gave him a concussion. But then when Ward threw him in the ocean, he didn't float. He sunk. And like we saw him on the, the beach and then the body wasn't there and, and all this stuff. And like I, I thought he was alive, but also thought he didn't. But the bigger question that I want to ask is, how is John B going to react when he sees his father again? Because that that that's bound to happen in season. What's bound oh. to happen in season three? Ward's going to see John B with Sarah. John B is also going to see his father, and then knows with Carla, and then Rafe is also going to be with Ward too. So, what if the island that the kids are on is the island that John B's dad is on? That also would be another weird yes. scenario too. Um, what? Why I thought he was alive was because uh, he got lost on a stranded island. Everyone thought he was dead. What happened to John B and Sarah Cameron? Got lost during the storm. Everyone thought they were dead. I thought that was a good bridge to hey, yeah, this happened to Possible. John B. Same thing happened to his dad. Uh, that's going to be a weird reaction. It's going to be a very weird reaction. Um, I don't know what he's going to do. He's probably just going to break down and cry. I think all five of the kids are probably going to break down and cry. Um, it's going to be very interesting. It's just switching sides. Yeah. What's up with the sheriff? Is he good? Is he Shoot. bad? I don't know. Like, I thought he was good at the beginning, and then it seemed like he was getting bribed and was trying to kill John B. I was very... I, I don't know what side he's on. I don't know if he knows what side he's on. I think that's that is the the character out of it. He doesn't know which side he has to be on, um, because when we looked at it, he saw the gun that was registered, like did the whole process, and then now it's like he's basically saying like, "Oh, I don't believe you guys." After the fact, they gave him the gun that was owned by Ward, <laughs> and he looked it up, and it was Ward's gun. But you can see every time Ward tells him to do something, he's like, ah, I shouldn't do this, but then he does it anyway. So at some point, you got to pick a side, buddy. But then on top of that, too, the share... Okay, the, so the, the, big, the big piece we left out in the whole review was that the reason why Rafe became absolutely psycho was he actually saved, and I put that in air quotes, saved his dad from being shot by Sheriff Peter Kinn. Um, Sheriff Peter Kinn was, you know, obviously ahead in, in the, the, the police department. She was shot on the tarmac that was sending the gold to Nassau. 
that's that's what the place is um but that is what the whole side development was about the killing um here's another thing i'm i'm worried about kiara I'm worried about key um what i think is going to happen i am too because the spoilers well, at this point i don't have to say spoiler yeah. uh she gets kicked out of her house parents tell her to get lost um i think at some point she's going to end up with pope i think that's probably going to happen and she's going to move in with pope and his dad uh who his dad is an awesome guy his dad's awesome i love pope's dad i just I love thought, pope's family i thought kiara's kiara's mom was just i always say she was psycho too um she had, I guess, yes, you have the mom in, in her, but yeah. you also have the, oh, I don't want you to do the same thing that I did and make the mistake because she married a Pope and she had to keep the Pope. Uh, and I think she's, but like, that's just a reflection upon herself. I think it's a scenario where both sides are talking, both sides aren't listening. I think there could have been a compromise made. I just don't know if either side wants to make a compromise. It's a tough scenario because she's going through a lot. Um, yeah. One other thing that I thought was weird. Why'd they even make him go to school for five minutes? Uh, That's this, actually uh, a great question. Why? Uh, just why? Like we know school, they're going back to school and all that. There was no need for them to skip school early after Pope gets that note. It was pointless. No, it was it was dumb. It was really really dumb. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw a lot of continuity errors when it came to. Uh, okay, last thing about I, I, I Matt, anything to wrap up because I feel like well, actually, I'll finish this and uh, and I'll ask you to wrap up. Yep. How dumb was the marriage between John B and Sarah? God, that I was mean, worse than the marriage I saw in Weiss when the guy got uh, a, yes. a penny ring. <laughs> Out of the little things you twist and propose in Weiss. That was worse. That was worse. I get it. They're high schoolers, but weird. Yeah. Very weird. It's really weird. So. And especially after they separated technically yeah. and got back together. I mean, they really didn't. They really, I mean, it was, it was really a break. I hate to be that person, but it was really a break. Yeah. They're they also had. not married. Right. It was just not. Yeah. <laughs> flat out because Here, I'm here's <laughs> Matt final thoughts Outer Banks what are you looking forward to for season 3 I am looking forward to seeing how the kids get back to the Outer Banks because God knows what, do we know where they are mm-hmm. they what island they're on I don't think so we don't um, I'm looking forward to hopefully Ward Cameron getting in jail I'm not looking forward to seeing who Rafe is going to kill Rafe is probably I think Rafe's probably going to kill someone I don't know who it's going to be. Ooh. Um, Ooh. What if he kills John B's dad? I was just thinking that. Oh. But I'm also excited to see John B see his dad. Um, I am excited to see, uh, hopefully, Pope and Kiara, because I do like them. Um, I'm excited to see JJ's development, because I kind of want to see him mature up a little bit. Yeah. Um, he also had a tough moment seeing his dad. Um, but he, yeah. he, he responded well to that. I think he, did. Uh, he didn't, he didn't overreact at in the afterwards. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I love this show. It's stupid at times. I love it. <laughs> Jenna can attest to how I'm like, Oh my God, really? <laughs> um, I'm also really hoping to see that Pope 
get some type of, uh, what do you call it? Closure with his family, like mm-hmm. the whole, the whole Denmark Tanny and his whole cross and his, um, his gold. Like I'm hoping to see some type of, uh, resolution to that because I think right now in the status that we're in with, with some racial diversity and all that, and some racial divide, like it would be really cool to see that come on the positive note rather than a negative note for that. Yeah. I, I, I Pope's my favorite. I love yeah. Pope. He's just the best. Anyway. Wow, Matt. Finally here. And it's finally gone. Yeah. Movie review of Outer Banks came in a flash and season two. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, Matt's got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I've used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into sports topics we have for you all today. As a burp again, quick little update um, from, I believe, last week's episode. J.R. Smith is officially allowed to play college golf. The world got what it deserves. <laughs> uh, J.R. Smith gets what he deserves. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait to watch him play. And he's just live tweeting college. And it's it's just the best. I'm going to try and pull up some of his tweets. Mike, have you seen any, any of his tweets that he's been tweeting? I unfortunately don't follow J.R. Smith on Twitter, but I pulled up. Uh, I, oh, I don't already. either. But it's just popping up because he's popping off on Twitter. <laughs> is it is it natural to switch majors? Hashtag just asking. <laughs> he's he's just been the best. Um, here, here's a great one. Been up since 5 a.m. L.A. time working on my education assignments. One bad week will not spoil the semester. Lace up your boots, put your head up, and go to work. Stuck in my grind and stuck is spelled S-T-U-C-C. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screenshot this, and I'm actually going to post it for, for the, in two weeks with, with, my, with my first experience class. <laughs> it's just the best. Here's another one. I have to learn how to do a better job of taking notes. For some reason, I have a hard time on what's important information. I mean, to me, it all seems important. This is actually true. Like, that's true. It is tough to know what's important, what's not, because it, they make it seem like everything's important. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Are they... He's in California, right? No, it's uh, North Carolina Central. Okay. I was going to say, is, is weed legal there? It is North Carolina uh, I, weed. I, Think Legal so? state. Let's see here. No. <laughs> well, it's not going to stop Jared Smith. Nope, not at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, hey, good for him. I mean, it's, you know, I got the vibe today with everybody being back to school and you know, you, they, 
could you just imagine walking on campus and all of a sudden J.R. Smith's like to the right of you? <laughs> He's like, oh man, where are you going to class? <laughs> could you imagine signing up for intramural basketball and J.R. Smith walked into the gym? I mean, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Happy for J.R. Smith. He's living life like a kid again. And um, it was a big week for kids in sports. Mike, the Little, Little League World Series happened uh, the past couple of weeks. Um, it was different from years past. There were no international teams. Um, the, each region in the U.S. got two teams instead of its usual one. Uh, but it was still awesome. The one big star, I believe Michigan beat Ohio in the finals. So. One big star was Gavin Weir, a uh, pitcher from South Dakota, Southpaw from South Dakota. Uh, they call him Mini Chris Sale. He threw two no-hitters in Little League World Series. Uh, I don't know about you. I didn't really get a chance to watch a lot of it this year. I love the Little League World Series. It's just an awesome thing to watch. I think you have the balance between it's, it's kids playing versus it's, it's professionally done. Uh, you know, you always see in the stat line, like favorite food or like favorite class. Um, you always have those like one occasion, like one off kids that have a personality and they carry the entire thing. Um, you know, like I hit dingers or big Al, big Al, I'm yeah. big Al. My uh, name's Alfred D'Elia <laughs> and I hit dingers. Uh, oh, you know, some people were flirting with their teacher. Oh wait, that's that was a fake, fake tweet. Yeah. Uh, yep, I just saw it now. Oops. But you get stars like Monet Davis. She threw out a, she threw out a first pitch. You know she's or, 18 now. Oh. Or, wow. Yeah, she's 18. Or is she Yeah, 18. Or maybe she's 20. I don't remember. Yeah, that was back in 2014. Old. Feel old yet? No. Cuz I do. I do. <laughs> uh, there was another uh star uh female player in the tournament. I don't remember her name. She was a catcher. She was awesome. Throwing kids out left and right and blocking the plate. They're actually professional MLB catchers that are like her blocking skills behind the plate are phenomenal, That's which is cool. just really cool to, to see. Um, so as much as these kids are great, they need to get some humble pie after being on ESPN for a few weeks. So if you're on a little league field and you're facing Gavin Weir, you get 30 pitches. How many balls are you jacking over the fence? Dude, I haven't swung a ball. I haven't swung a bat in forever. Right, let's say you get some practice time. You get a week practice time. Now, Gavin Weir throws like 70. I'd say I've hit about 500. Okay, I said 30 pitches. That's what I mean, 500, like an average. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I meant how many balls are you jacking over the fence? 15. 15? I think that's a good number. Half, yeah. half of 30 is yeah. 15. <laughs> Especially you're on the little league field. Yeah, I mean, come on. So really, you, you just got to hit a deep fly ball to left field to make it a 4 nothing ball game. Or a um, right fielder for me. Yeah, the same. Well, Oppo Taco. Listen, Oppo I think taco. I'd, I'd go Oppo Taco at least I three, four love, times. I used to love hitting opposite field because you wouldn't, like, it, you, you would catch everybody off guard. Like, yeah. And everybody shifts so much that you wouldn't, like, it, it'd just be base hit, base hit the left field every time. I always say, Right-handed batter, left-handed batter, you're hitting your best when you're going the opposite field. Like, if you hit it, if as the left-handed batter goes left-center or if the right-handed batter goes right-center, they're on top of their game. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I jacked this ball. I, I jacked this kid. Dinger! Easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gone forever. Gone forever! Good old Kent Murphy. If you've never watched Kent Murphy videos of him just jacking home runs and yelling home run calls, they're the best. Whammy! Um, 
<laughs> what do you think the farthest you'd hit it? Yeah. And me. also, we're using aluminum bats. Here. <laughs> or a composite. Excuse me. Here's, here's me uh, trying to think of yardage again, like a, two football fields. I could throw a baseball. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> it be tricky. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. What's the shortest yardage in Yankee Stadium? Right feels like 314. 314. I think I could probably hit it over that if I had the aluminum bat and the power. Uh, yeah, I think like 330. Yeah. I think it's somewhere around there. Somewhere because if you there. think about it, if you're on the Little League field, 70 mile an hour is going to come in a lot quicker because the mound is shorter. 60 feet? Yeah. Yeah, so they say it's equivalent to hitting like a hundred and ten mile an hour fastball, but like we're grown adults, they're like thirteen years old, like we're still gonna alpha male them. But I think it'd be cool. I think I think they should have part of Little League World Series is they should have adults try to hit the kids. I think it'd be fun. Do it's it for charity. Like, it's just like shitting on kids when we play them on Fortnite Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that Peyton Manning Saturday Night Live clip when he's playing football with the kids. That's the best clip of that's the best Saturday Night Live skit of all time. It's so funny. In all seriousness, that kid's awesome. I would be surprised if he's not in the major leagues one day because be cool. that was just, it was an incredible run. Uh, and staying in baseball, the New York Mets. Are they just an absolute circus right now? Uh, they had like a six game lead in the division. They are now third in the division. Uh, they're back. I'm going to get the exact number. I believe they're back like five and a half games. They're behind the Phillies who are behind the Braves. Uh, it's not looking good for the Mets and it's not really getting any better for them either. Uh, they are, Oh, I, I lied. They're now under 500 oh. and there's seven and a half games back in the division, seven games out of the wild card. Not looking great. They tried to make some moves at the deadline, tried getting, uh, well, they did get met, uh, former Cubs shortstop, Javi Baez, has not played well since he's gotten with the team, uh, has not been, he, he was on, the, he was injured for a little bit, so he's only played, I think, like 16 to 20 games, hasn't been playing great, uh, and he's not really getting along with the fans, so Mets fans, Mets fans are interesting, they're very passionate. As many New York fans are. New York, yeah. As many baseball fans are. Um, so Baez, I'm trying to find his stats. I'm not going to find his stats. So basically, the fans were booing Javi Baez because he was not playing well. They were booing the team because he was not playing well. Well, Baez was not having it. Baez, oh, here's his number. Uh, since his move to the Mets at the trade deadline, he is hitting 207 with three home runs and five RBIs in 16 games. Not great. No. Um, so fans started to boo. And in a game this past weekend, Javi Baez hit a home run. And in response to the fans booing, he gave everybody a thumbs down. <laughs> it was basically, he said he was booing the fans. His quote, he explained it after the game. He said, quote, we're not machines. We're going to struggle seven times out of ten. It just feels bad when... I strike out and get booed. It doesn't really get to me, but I want to let them know that when we're successful, we're going to do the same thing to let them know how it feels. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on that? You know, before because I get into the president, what he said. Because I'm a professional baseball player every day, and I understand, you know, 
how how you play and how much stress you have as a professional ball player and how much you get paid to play baseball professionally. You know, I think we say this all the time. You get paid a crap ton of money. I expect you to make free throws. You get paid a crap ton of money. I expect you to hit the ball. <laughs> like, again, that's why everybody is so tough on Bryce Harper because he gets paid a ton of money. So you should expect Bryce Harper to make hits, to make plays, which he does sometimes. But he if does. he doesn't, he's having a good season. He's having a good season. But if he doesn't, yeah, they're gonna, fans are going to let him know. <laughs> yeah. And also, they're nine and 20 since they got him. And they dropped from first place to seven and a half out of the division. They have a right to be upset. And also, you know, when fans cheer and the players react positive to that, like, of course, the fans are going to be cool. When the fans boo and you boo back at them, what do you want the fans to say? Like, you know what? Now we get it. Yeah, we, yeah, you're right. He's got a good point. (laughs) No, they're fans. They're drinking beers. They're going to react how they want to react. Like, yes. Sometimes fans take it too far. Booing is the perfect thing for a fan to do when they're displeased. Because what, what would you want? Would you want your fans to boo at you? Or would you want your fans to curse you out and say really bad stuff about you and your family and your cat and your dog and all that stuff? Well, uh, this time it was my computer. I don't really know what happened. Uh, my computer just froze. I could not move my mouse. I could not click anything. Um, so hopefully it all works out. Um, Mike, I don't know where we left off. I I think that's a a good thing to wrap up for. Oh, actually a continuation of the Javi Baez story. Okay. So real quick, the president of the team. Yes, that was, you were waiting on that. That was, yes. So he came out, um, he reacted uh, to the statement Sunday night saying, quote, these comments and any gestures by him or other players with a similar intent are totally unacceptable and will not be tolerated. Um, Mets fans are understandably frustrated over the team's recent performance. The players and the organization are equally frustrated, but fans at City Field have every right to express their own disappointment. Booing is every fan's right. He added, Quote, the Mets will not tolerate any player gesture that is unprofessional in its meaning or is directed in a negative way towards our fans. I will be meeting with our players and staff to convey this message directly. So this is a weird scenario because now you have the fans and the president of the team against the kind of in a battle against the players and also a scenario where the owner, Steve Cohen, just loves tweeting. And is just getting fired out on Twitter for this. It's a very weird scenario that I don't know if we've ever seen this before. Wouldn't you also think that, like, your owner, uh, owner or president? Uh, the president made these comments. Wouldn't you think the president would be backing up the players? Uh, yeah, kind of, because, like... like those, are, those are your players that you are invested in as the president. And now you're basically going, being like, oh, well, our players are wrong just as much as the fans. Okay, this is sports. <laughs> I feel like the president's got to be like Switzerland in this situation. He's got to take the middle ground. Be like, listen, our fans are upset because the team isn't playing well, and the players are upset because they aren't playing well. We got to find some common ground. He can't right. be like, yo, the players are wrong, because right. how is the players going to react to that? They're not going to want to play. Yeah, they're not going to want to play for him. No. Just, 
This is something that can only happen to the Mets. <laughs> only the Mets. Only the Mets. They are just a circus, man. Um, and that's just going to conclude the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time for buy or sell. I have some good ones, but Mike, as always, I will let you go first, and you can just do all of it. Okay. I got one of each today. Uh, Matt, what would you like? The sell or buy? Uh, let's do buy. Okay. Uh, I'd like to buy the young at heart. Um, and what you may think is, well, Matt, Mike, what do you, what do you mean by that? Uh, I, I'd like to buy the, the elder generation. Um, so this past weekend, Jenna and I had, uh, I was over at Jenna's for the weekend, uh, and ended up going to this winery, uh, and we were going for a band. His name was kick. The the band name was kick tracks. It was, uh, a drummer who was playing along with audio complimentary for playing the drums. So it wasn't weird. Just the drums playing. (laughs) Um, so Obviously, a lot of the songs were very, uh, let's say, classic. Um, you know, there really wasn't any, like, WAP or, uh, you know, um, Leave the Door Open. I, I don't know why I'm only thinking about Bruno Mars at this point right now. <laughs> uh, Peaches, Peaches, uh, you know, Jonas Brothers. Like, it was a lot right. of, like, uh, classic rock uh disco like a lot of fun things uh and we were probably the youngest people out there uh we've made quick friends with the uh one of the i don't want to say the workers that is there there's only two people that were there one was the owner and the other one was the worker uh and she was super happy her name's Kristen. shout out Kristen if you're listening probably not uh but (laughs) but she was so (laughs) excited (laughs) she was so excited when she saw us walk through the door she's like i'm so excited you guys are here we're like we are too uh so then last couple songs and you know how like bands are like they'll play like their hits like at the end so then all of a sudden all these people just started getting up and dancing we thought to ourselves like oh this will be us like in 40 years down the road and then all of a sudden they looked at us and they're like get on the floor with us so we were dancing with all of these people who are not even our age much older probably much older than our parents uh dancing and grooving and having a good time with this this band um but then additionally jenna and i went to church on sunday and jenna's been a part of a church that um has invited her for coffee and donuts um so again we went to that same church and we were at for coffee and donuts um, there is two people who are over the age of 90. One is an active podiatrist still uh, in, uh, what do you call it? Still uh, not in service, but um, practice. still in practice. Uh, it's just, you know, you, you take a step back and you realize that this will be you so many years down the road. And in reality, they appreciate you being a part of not the journey, but just being a part of the experience that they want you to be a part of. Um, it wasn't very excluded. It was very welcoming and very inclusive um, to us. So, um, yeah, I'd like to buy the young at heart, or if anybody still doesn't know what I meant, I'd like to buy old people. <laughs> old people, listen, old people are the best. They just love life. Some they of just them. do. Some yes. of them. Yeah, there's some, there's some boomers out there that suck. There are some, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now, definitely. Listen, I'm so lucky I'm alive by the time I'm 70. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm hoping I mean, I'm alive by I'm 70. The crap that we've put in our bodies since college, man, like, we'll be lucky. Maybe they, maybe they figure out how to put, like, a pig's heart into a human. <laughs> I'm not going to get another Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I was reading a work email on my laptop, and all I heard was pig heart in a human. I don't... I picked the wrong time to zone out for two seconds. Uh, yeah, so, so that's my buy. Uh, my sell is cutting onions. <laughs> like an ogre? No. <laughs> so... I had a casualty while I was making dinner before the start mm, recording for the podcast. You know, I didn't notice the uh, the band aid, and I meant to ask, but I, I yep. didn't. Same for the pod. Uh, yeah, so I was trying to cut onions, and I am not a huge fan of cutting onions. Period. Uh, you know, really we anyone joke, is. We always joke around, oh, who's cutting onions around here? But like, legitimately, like I could be like, yeah, I'm the one who's cutting onions because I'm crying. Uh, so yeah, I'm with cutting onions, and then I had. I don't know how the best to explain it. Like I had like the knife, but then my middle finger was like closest to like the brunt of the blade, like at the very bottom, like not at the very top, but like at the very bottom, right where it still has like the blade enough to cut. And it just, and I'm like, Ugh. I started bleeding and I'm like, got to take a break. So on top of me tearing up, I also cut my finger. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it's just a disaster, but I made it through it and I'm all bandaged up and, we're all ready to go. All my middle fingers, all ready to go. So, what were you making? Uh, I'm making a. It's an ambitious kitchen recipe. Oh, uh, I fancy. am. Chef yeah, well, yeah. Well, shout out to Jenna because I I would never be as half as good if it wasn't for her. Uh, I'm making a garlic. It's a it's a re re it's a reused recipe. I'm making okay. a garlic parmesan rigatoni with chicken sausage and broccoli. I love chicken sausage. Oh, dude, it's the best. It's so good. It is so so good. So, yeah, that was my that was my experience before getting on the podcast. So one time I sliced my whole thumb like right here, Ooh. opening a can. A can? Yeah, I was stupid and grabbed it, and I went to pull it off. It's like I I had the can opener. I had most of it, and I just it sliced my thumb right open. A lot yeah. of blood. I I can't say this is a huge casualty, but reality being, I cut myself and it was bleeding. So obviously, I had to take out the first aid kit and. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I cut myself. <laughs> They're not fun. No. Not fun at all. Um, I have two of each. I am going to buy Duncan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we both know, or everyone knows we love Duncan. Yes. I just want to give a shout out to Duncan. Their drive through lines might always be super long, especially a lot of Duncans in my area. You can't go inside and order. But I, they always go super fast. Like, they are quick. They are efficient. And their coffee is still good. Can't can't seem to say the same thing for my oh. area. Oh, do tell. Slow. No, it's just they're super slow. I I always do uh, pick up on the app, and it's always uh, walk in. I, I never ever do drive through because a it's so dangerous. You you very well know how dangerous that drive through lane is. Yeah, uh, that's an unfortunate drive through. Yeah. It's it's a disaster. It's not in a shopping mall. It is literally still on the highway. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, did you ever try the one on one eighteen? I have. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's a bit of a drive for you. <laughs> well, not not really, but it's out of the way. <laughs> there's this there's this place that I go for beer now, and I'm like, wow, it's just so out of the way. And Jenna's like, oh come on, it's not out of your way. And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's a little farther. A little farther. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm also buying Spider Man. Oh, 
dude. No way. That new trailer was sick. Uh, and spoiler for anyone who hasn't watched it, Doc Ock is back, which is awesome. And uh, the original actor from Spider-Man 2. Yes, Toby Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. Uh, this just means I have to watch all of the Tom Holland movies before this one comes out. Spider-Man was the... the it's funny how, for me, I, I've just gotten into like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whereas the only thing I watched to start was Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 with Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire. And I didn't watch Iron Man, didn't watch Captain America. And I thought to myself, I'm like, well, the Tom Holland Spider-Man is stupid because it's not Tobey Maguire. It's not Tobey Maguire. It's not, it's right. not Maguire. And then I thought Andrew Garfield was just, just as stupid. Um, yeah. But Tom Holland has kind of won my heart a little bit here and there. So, so I haven't seen any of his movies, but he seems like he plays a good Peter Parker. He plays a young Peter Parker, a good young Peter Parker. Yeah, I'm excited to watch him. Um, my sell, I am going to sell the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Mike, if you think they couldn't mess up their organization even more, uh, traded Carson Wentz, basically giving the team to second-year quarterback Jalen Hurts. Now you think, Jalen Hurts, give him a team and players that they can support him and help him grow for the future. They have backup Joe Flacco, who stinks. Well, they just traded for Gardner Minshew, quarterback from the Jacksonville Jaguars, who is the exact quarterback that when Jalen Hurts struggles, the fans are going to want Minshew to come in. And they just they just messed it up again. Because, the minute, like I said, the minute Jalen Hurts struggles, the fans are going to turn on him. And he's just there's no chance that he succeeds in Philly. And the Eagles have done it again. There was a student that, that was in my class today, and one of the questions that we asked in the hot seat was, what's your spirit animal? And he said, an eagle. And I looked at his mask, his Philadelphia Eagles. I'm like, huh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I kind of feel bad for Eagles fans because they're all just depressed. They're very depressed. They are, There's no expectations for the season. And, you know, is it fun to, to hate on Eagles fans? Yeah. Yes. But it's always fun because they always think they're going to the Super Bowl and 99% of the time they never do. Now they're all just sad and not looking forward to the season. It's like, well, I don't want to make fun of them. Like, what's the, <laughs> what's the fun in that? And then finally, I am selling cyber criminals. Um, I got hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was very unfortunate. I was at work uh, late at like 1030. What did they try uh, buying? Was that? What did they try buying? I don't know. Uh, so I was at work. I uh, got a text on my phone, like a fraud alert. Like, did you make these charges? And most of them I did. There were some that I didn't. So I was like, you've got to be kidding me. They were like weird websites. And honestly, I went on, I tried searching the websites. I don't know what they are. Like, they just don't pop up, which is weird. But th- it was weird because they were only for like $40 and $30. So it wasn't like they were trying to steal like my whole bank account. Right. Um, the only well, that- good thing. Oh, go ahead. That that's how they do it. Is they don't they don't take a massive amount. They take small increments. I remember I got hacked, and I got all the money back. Thank God. But I think it was two hundred twenty dollars worth because they were taking twenty dollars out of my account every month. Yeah, and um, that's also one of the good things about this. So my bank actually declined those charges. So I didn't, technically didn't lose any money. Uh, the other good thing was for anyone out there who ever gets hacked, if your bank gives you the option to go in person and get a, a debit, new debit card instead of getting one mailed three to five do days, it. do it. Yeah. I showed up at my bank. Then the very next day, it was a Saturday, so they were only open ten to two. 
and I had to be at work at like 11. So I was like, I'm going to try to get there right at 10. Hopefully I'm out in half an hour. I was out in eight minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I walked into my PNC bank at 10.01. I walked out with a brand new debit card. I didn't have to call to get it activated. I didn't have to do anything at 10.09 with a new debit card. It's awesome. Yeah, it was perfect. Matt could uh, buy but, another PlayStation 5, right? <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe that's how I got hacked. Who knows? I don't Did know. Did you make any other weird purchases, like, outside of Walmart? No. Interesting. Not that I can think of. Okay. I was and maybe, maybe that is, because there are probably so many people on that site, that was probably a hotspot for cyber criminal S- activities. Skimmers, skimmers or something like that. Uh, is that what they're called? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, those skimmers that that's a thing like gas stations i have such a paranoia with me like when i'm at a gas station i actually pull on the like where the card insert is because some people put skimmers on there Mm -hmm. that skim your card but also as a camera to see where you put your pin yep so i'm I'm always very hesitant of that when i'm at a gas station so if you see me literally pulling on the card scanner, no, it's not me not knowing how a debit card works. It's I don't want to get scammed and, and get a skimmer on me. Yeah, I just call them douchebags. That's what they are. Yeah, pretty much. Make, make Earn a living, man. There's a bunch of jobs yeah. that are out for, for hire. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give my advice early. Okay. Don't steal people's credit card information. Just the opposite of Shia LaBeouf. Don't do it. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, that's all I have for buy result today. Well, that is another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Thank you all so much for your patience and understanding during this one hell of an episode. A lot of good quality content, but but I hope hey. my laptop doesn't die. Yeah, hopefully yours doesn't. Yeah. Yours doesn't die, man. Or or else we're gonna have to find a way to to compensate for you. <laughs> or else I'm gonna have to get a new laptop and then we're gonna get hacked again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what's cool about my debit card? Yeah, what's up? I tap. have the Wi-Fi. Yeah, tap, the tap, tap, tap option. In. That's awesome. That's tap back. a life changer. <laughs> uh, make sure you tap in to our social media. You can find us on solo.to slash funny business. Uh, don't be a jerk. Don't be a skimmer. Don't be a scammer. Just, just make make an honest living. That's what we call an honest living, everybody. Um, catch us out on Twitch. We are getting so freaking close to our Twitch very affiliate. Close. Very, very close. Sorry you know, for, for not streams a lot recently. I've had a crazy work schedule. Uh, we should be back to normal in a few weeks. And then in a month or so, we're going to be back full-time streaming. Really? <laughs> well, yeah, when my season's over. That's true. I'll have more time. That's Well, true. I have a vacation planned. We'll yeah. figure it out. Just stay tuned. Drop a follow. Just come say hi. Um, yeah, that's about it. And I got to not cut myself again. Yeah. But until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.